You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. It's Frida's world. Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you future that's pleasure it's frida's world welcome back everyone for another episode of frida's world happy wednesday happy hump day and as always i hope you guys are having a wonderful wonderful week so far so we have made it into summer solstice it is summer solstice 2019 and summer is actually cooperating quite well this year i mean it's been hot and muggy so far (laughs) so and we've had thunderstorms we've had rain um so it sounds about right but i'm happy that it's summer i you know sunlight for me at least just does so much for my mental state like i just feel like a happier person in the summertime and i feel like it's because of the sunlight um I'm definitely, you know, weather definitely affects my mood. If it's rainy and dreary, I'm probably going to be a little more somber. But when it's sunny outside, it definitely gives me a boost of energy. And so although I feel like summer is definitely escaping us really fast, like, can you believe that it's about to be July 4th in just a couple of days? Or actually, what is a week in about a week? Yeah, about a week. It's going to be July 4th. And... Then it's going to be August and then summer is going to be over. And so as quickly as it came, I feel like it's slowly, well, not slowly, it's quickly slipping out of my fingers. So I guess the one word of encouragement that I can give, it's not encouragement, encouragement is not the word. The one word of advice that I would give is that, um, or maybe it could be encouragement. I don't know. But either way, seize it, seize the summer season. So You know, a lot of times we get so bogged down with work, we don't take vacations, we don't take our personal days, we don't take our sick days. We just kind of keep moving forward and keep trekking through. And yes, I get it. Sometimes the industries that we are a part of require it. But I don't know, at least take a half day. Or what I used to do with one of my girlfriends was we used to take little coffee breaks and people watch for like 15 minutes. You know, we would sit, we would find a bench outside or if there was a local park, we would go sit down in the park and we would, you know, sip our coffee, wear our sunglasses, look at people and just start, you know, talking, <laughs> talking about what we're observing. So, I mean, what, however you can get it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But the weather has been, I don't, I don't particularly like humid um, weather. I don't like humidity. I don't really like when it's extra, extra hot. Um, I'm a winter baby. It's just not my thing. This, I like summer because of what it brings, the fun that it brings, the illusions of fun, at least. And the fact that it's sunny and that, you know, there's like this air of relaxation and carefreeness in the streets. Even when we are, you know, working, There's just like a laid back tone when summer hits. Uh, Many people have summer Fridays. The teachers are off for the summer. So it's just a little more carefree. But I'm not a big fan of like the heat. That's like the one negative thing about summer for me. But I say all that to say this. Summer is fleeting. It just got here, but it's fleeting. So make sure you take a day, you know, go to the beach. Um, Like I said, take a half day 
walk the streets, do something, enjoy the weather, do something to like kind of like take the load off a little bit. And I guarantee you will feel 10 times better. So for today's show, I'm hmm, my highlight of the week is actually the topic (laughs) of the week. So it came to me this morning. I was like, I'm going to talk about this other thing. And then I don't know, I started thinking about my highlight of the week, what I was going to share. And that quickly kind of morphed into the topic of the week. So we're going to talk about faith and how a lot of times, you know, as we're progressing and we're moving forward in our careers and in our lives, and we're reaching different levels, um, the setbacks can be real. It can be, I feel like setbacks when you're in your 30s, you know, really, I don't know, entering into your career, really making strides, actually making decent money. I feel like setbacks can be a little more traumatic (laughs) than at the times when you were actually broke. I guess when you were broke and when things weren't necessarily working the way you wanted it to work, there was an expectation that, you know, setbacks would happen and things like that. But I feel like when you have quote unquote arrived, um, well, when society thinks you've arrived and these setbacks occur, they can be very traumatic and sometimes they can really, you know, destroy you in a sense. And so I want to talk about, you know, the importance of having faith and staying the course during these times. But before I get into that, I want to make a quick announcement. Well, it may not be that quick, but I have an announcement. So Free to Women NYC, you know, we always do some events throughout the year. And so this time we are partnering up with All Access Golf, um, which is an organization trying to bring awareness uh, of the sport of golf to uh professionals of color to um, young um, minority kids in our public schools. So they're really just trying to um, encourage people to look into the sport of golf, try it out and learn about all of its benefits because there are a lot of benefits to golf. Um, A couple of years ago, I had an event um, entitled, um, what did I call it? The relationship between golf and business. And I've always, you know, heard from my one of my aunts how important golf is. And, you know, it's not just really a sport per se, but it's a really great networking tool. And I didn't really, I guess, appreciate it at the time. I was, you know, very young and I was like, eh, you know, I've watched sports on, I've watched the sport of golf the sport of golf I don't know (laughs) I've watched golf on the tv and it was like okay I mean it's yeah but it wasn't really appealing for me but now that I'm older and I understand that a lot of deals are made on the green it gives me a different perspective like I have a new perspective on golf and you know how it could be beneficial especially to those of us who are of the minority group women people of color etc so And it's interesting because there's a study um, with sports and leisure, um, the sports and leisure group, that basically states that a new context of business um, golf, female executives agree that golf builds confidence and is an important part of business. And that nearly 80% of women believe that playing golf 
in a business environment is a great networking tool for relationships with peers, clients, and potential clients and suppliers or vendors. Over half of businesswomen who golf say that golf has helped them make more disciplined, uh, comfortable, have sorry, have made made them feel more disciplined, more comfortable taking risks and, um, you know, the ability to be more assertive. And so nearly 60% of women golfers felt that playing golf has contributed to their professional success and made them feel more included. And we know that in 2019, people of color and women are still not included. Well, we should be, but we're not. And so it's, I feel like it's really cool when you have like, I don't know, an extracurricular activity in a sense that can kind of assist you in, you know, business and help you develop important skills and to build confidence. And so we are partnering with All Access Golf. Um, on August 3rd, 2019, um, we will be having an event called Discourse on the Course that will take place at the Marine Park Golf Course here in Brooklyn, New York. If you would like more information about it, you can follow us on Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world on Instagram. You can follow us at Frida Women NYC, F-R-E-E-D-A Women NYC on Instagram. Or you can just go to the Eventbrite link and type in discourse on the course and you'll find the event and you can RSVP. Um, I mean, these events are always great. Like I said, I, I ran one a couple of years ago. It was a really great turnout and just the wealth of information that we got from the speaker and um, just being on the green and talking to just random people. Um, these are always, these are always important events. They're always great events in, at least in my opinion. So I definitely encourage you guys to come to, you know, learn and hopefully, you know, you will, I guess, um, create a taste for golf that cannot just be, you know, a stress reliever for you, but also beneficial to your overall career and, you know, personal and professional growth. So with that being said, we are on to the meat of the show. And like I stated earlier, we're going to be talking about faith. And so the highlight for me this week was I realized that I can actually be and what I mean by that is I have an issue being still and letting things take its course, letting God be God. Um, I feel like whenever I'm faced with any type of adversity, any type of challenge, any type of problem issue, I automatically go into Rita mode. And Rita mode is fixer mode. I'm a natural fixer. I have been dubbed the problem solver by pretty much everybody that I know. It's something that I like to do. I like figuring things out. I like solving puzzles. I like solving problems for myself and for others. Um, I've always been like that. It's in my DNA. This is how I've always been wired. But there are a lot of positives to this, right? There's all there's always positives to being a fixer. But there's always a lot of negatives because you don't know when to shut it down. And so I've realized that not, you know, I can't fix everything. I'm not God. I'm not omnipotent. I'm not, you know, I don't, I can't fix everything. And although I've realized that I can't fix everything, um, you know, it's it's been a realization of mine for a very long time. 
I still have not been able to turn my brain off in a way to say, hey, Rita, you might not, this might be too big for you. You might need some help. You might need to pray. Instead, I will, you know, if the set of tools that I currently have cannot fix the issue, I will go look for new tools. And oftentimes it's a big mistake because I end up making the situation worse or I just, you know, expel so much energy on trying to fix something that I was never meant to fix. And then, you know, there's a lot of mental anguish, right? There's a lot of waste of energy. Um, It causes a lot of strife when you go down this particular path. And so the last couple of months have been very, very difficult for me. A lot of people would not know that because I don't necessarily wear my emotions on my face. I don't wear things on my sleeve. I just kind of keep it pushing, keep it moving. My mantra is I got things to do. I have people to take care of. I don't have time to sit here and I don't know, you know, and and show the world that I'm not doing so well. I don't have time to sit back and acknowledge that things are not where I need them to be. And, you know, to the naked eye, people might say, well, what is she talking about? What do you mean, you know, things aren't good? You have a radio show, you have a podcast, you have a, you know, a good paying job, you have your health. And, you know, Yes, I acknowledge that I have all of these things, these positive things, things that others don't have. I recognize that I am very fortunate um, to be alive, one, and to be able to um, have a career and be able to pay my bills, to have a roof over my head, and to be able to eat. Um, These things are very important, and I acknowledge, you know, my position in life, but that does not mean that I cannot get discouraged when things don't go my way or if things don't go the way that I anticipate them to go. Um, I'm only human. We're all only human. And, you know, what might be great for me might not be great for somebody else. And where you might think that I'm having the time of my life and I'm living my best life, I might be thinking, oh, my gosh, when am I going to jump off a bridge? I mean, it's true. Reality is reality. I feel like a lot of times we, we, you know, not to go so morbid, but when we're talking about, you know, I guess people and, and expectations and where you think one, one ought to be, we see a lot of successful people, a lot of professional people, a lot of amazing people committing suicide, trying to, you know, or, or attempting suicide. Um, there's a reason for this. We all, you know, we all don't see life in the same way. You know, I can look at somebody and say, oh my gosh, they are so rich. Like if I was rich, I would never try to take my life or I would always do this and I would always do that and I would never want for anything and I would be so happy. But it's all about value and where you place, you know, I guess your value, where you where you place your importance. To these people who are rich, the money is prob it is not important because if it if it was, then they probably, you know, if money made everybody happy and it was the cure for everything and it was the end all be all, they wouldn't be trying to end their lives. A lot of times people who have abundance in a you know, an abundance of wealth, um that that's not really where their value is. Their value might be love. It might be peace. It might be, you know, 
relationship. And if if they lack those things, it doesn't matter how much money they have, they're not going to be happy. I say all that to say this. You know, the last couple couple of months for me have been very, very difficult, um, extremely difficult. And there were points where I was like, I really don't know how I'm going to make it, how I'm going to push forward, how I'm going to, I don't know, continue. Like it was really, really difficult for me. And I automatically tried to go into fix it mode, as I often do, trying to figure out what can I move around? What can I do? We know where can I seek assistance? Maybe um, just just trying to figure things out in a way that was comfortable for me that wouldn't necessarily put myself out there because I'm not a person who really asks people for assistance. Um, to be honest, it's just not my thing. I try to do things on my own, figure it out until I can't. Um, but this time around, it really wasn't working. I had so many things come at me out of left field and I wasn't able to dodge all of these bullets. And at some point I had to sit back and say, clearly nothing I do is going to fix my situation. I'm just going to have to be faithful. I'm just going to have to exercise whatever faith that I have. I'm going to have to exercise it. And the other thing I realize is that when it comes to faith, many people think they have faith. Many of us believe that we are some of the most faithful beings on this earth. But in all reality, a lot of times our faith is even smaller than the proverbial mustard seed, right? We don't really have all that much faith. The faith that we think we have, we don't. And that is very apparent when we go through our situations and we're stressing ourselves out, trying to figure out how to make a way out of no way. Um, but I will say that um, the last couple of months have taught me, it's stretched me, um, and it's forced me to have to rely on nothing but God. It, I mean... For those of you who don't believe in God, whatever it is that you believe in that I guess can give you the same type of power, you know, it is what it is. But for me, you know, God is who I believe in. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And faith is something that I've always struggled with. I always believed that I had faith. I know that I had a a level of faith, but the faith to overcome um, even though I've overcome a lot of things, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations in my life, but sometimes, you know, I don't know, I guess consciously being aware of your level of faith is what's important. And I feel like this time around, I was able to actually sit back and appreciate that I am being faithful at this moment, because at this point I have nowhere else to go. I have... Um, no other option but to be still and watch, you know, the miracles take place. And so I would say as of yesterday, <laughs> after going through months and months of hardship, as of yesterday, things started to turn into a different direction. Well, actually, no, I will say even before yesterday, a couple of weeks ago, when I found out that I was getting a new job, that's kind of that's what started the miracle train. But even after, you know, finding out that I was getting a new job, things were still still struggling and in different aspects. But I would say as of yesterday, things have become a lot better, 10 times better even. And I feel like now I am, you know, I don't know, I'm moving forward 
in a way that I'm comfortable. I'm moving forward with um, a lot more confidence now. And I can only say that, you know, trials come to make you strong. And a lot of times when the trials come, we don't hold on. A lot of us slip and fall because we're not exercising our faith. We're not staying the course. We don't believe in ourselves enough. We don't have the confidence that things are going to work out. But trials come to make you strong. And I truly believe that because if we don't have trials and tribulations, how else are we supposed to be stretched? How else are we supposed to reach new heights? How else are we supposed to know that we can climb mountains? You know, if we've never had to climb anything, if we never had to step up on anything, how are we supposed to know our abilities and our true um I guess our true purpose, if we don't go through hard times and it sucks sometimes because you, you know, sometimes you wish you can pick and choose which hard times you can go through. Um, but it doesn't work out like that. That's not how life works. And, but I will say that, um, I really, I guess I really gained a lot of insight these last couple of months and it's definitely preparing me for what's to come. Maybe this new job, I don't know. Maybe I had to go through a little more training. You know, God gave me the job, but I had to still go through some training um, of endurance and perseverance in order for me to excel. You know, I don't know why things happen the way they do, but I could only say that I appreciate the lessons that I learned from it. And I guess for me, like what uh, the word of advice or the words of encouragement that I would give to you all um, especially in these seasons, you know, a lot of us are still applying for jobs. A lot of us are still trying to figure out what we're trying to do. And especially for my friends right now who are looking for new for new jobs, who are kind of getting frustrated, you know, where they are currently or things are not working out. Like I have one of my friends, you know, her job goes through rounds of layoffs every single week. And so that brings a lot of anxiety to her. That brings a lot of um, despair in a sense because she has, you know, a family, she has kids, she has, you know, a mortgage and it's, you know, it's really scary and it's really daunting, you know, to be at your job and to see that every week 10 people are getting laid off, 15 people are getting laid off. And although this is an individual who I know is very faithful, sometimes even the most faithful will, you know, will falter. You know, even the most faithful will have moments of doubt. Again, we are all human beings. But what I will say is that, you know, for those of you who guys who have been applying for jobs and not have, you know, have not uh, heard any responses, you know, there are many of you who are going on interviews who are like, I killed this interview. Why didn't I get this job? I know all about that. Like I had went on an interview like, I don't know, a while ago and I was like, oh, you know, it was it was the perfect mix. You know, it was a I, I wouldn't say it was a shoe in, but I had somebody who had kind of like pushed my application forward. And I thought that I was like, OK, okay I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read up on this company. I'm going to wow them with my experience. You know, I have somebody on the outside that's pushing for me. I have somebody who was kind of on the inside pushing for me. Like this should be a a, a real and it should be like a home run. And, you know, I went in for this interview. It was like a five hour interview. I spoke to like six different people. I, you know, I, I was wowing them with the research that I had done. I was, I felt like I was on my game. I'm like, 
I got it. Every question I have it. I have answers to this. I know, I know what to say. I know what to do after the interview. I'm like, I feel like I got this because you know, I even got that. Well, when you start working for us, you know, pitch. So I thought that I was in the salary was amazing. I was like, look at God. And, but what the one thing I kept telling myself, even going through the interview, even, you know, feeling such positivity from everyone after I left the interview, I was like, this is, you know, if God wants me to have this job, I'm going to have this job. And if I don't get this job, it's because God, this job is not for me. And I feel like that was the mantra that kept me sane when I did not get the position, because I already put it in my mind that it's not really about me. It's about something that's higher than me. And so if all of this was orchestrated by divine intervention, then it's going to work out. I'm going to get the job. It's it, it's for me. But if it does not work out, I'm not going to beat up on myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, maybe I messed up on this question and start reevaluating the entire process. I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to be like, listen, I didn't even apply to this job in the in the regular course. This was a job that, you know, I, I thought it was divine intervention because of how it happened. But at the end of the day, it didn't work out. So that means that this must have been a practice for the real interview that I will have and the job that I will, you know, accept later on. And I feel like that's exactly what happened with me with the job that, you know, that I, that I had accepted that I will be starting next week. I feel like it was divine intervention things, you know, I, I, you know, was, um, given an opportunity I interviewed and it happened for me. And even when, you know, I didn't hear back in my mind, I'm like, if this is for me, it will happen. If it's not for me, I thank God I currently have a job that still pays well. I will figure it out. Things will happen. Um, and so the words of encouragement for those of you out there is to just stay the course. Stay the course, be faithful, and have the confidence to know that you're dope, your skills are amazing, and that you are more than qualified for the, for these positions and that if you don't get it, it's because it wasn't for you. Sometimes we forget how much personality and how much work environment plays into the grand scheme of things. Like the job that I did not get. Yeah, it would have been great for my pockets. It would have been able to catapult me into different, you know, sectors and different areas that I was trying to tap into. But the work environment probably would not have been conducive to my personality, which means I would probably turn up with the wrong person and get fired or, or I don't know something. But, you know, when I, when I went back and I thought about, you know, that job that I didn't get, it's funny because then I started hearing about this particular location from people that, you know, I didn't even know had a clue of where this place was or what they did there. And they were just like, yeah, that's not a really good work environment. Um, yeah, their ethics are a little questionable. And so afterwards I was just like, oh, well, God definitely uh, blocked that for a reason because I know how I am and I know how I can be and I know that God knows how I can be. And so I think he prevented me from despair, distress, and, and, and a whole bunch of other things. And so, you know, I feel like 
a lot of times, you know, we allow our situations to kind of define us and to set the tone of how we will look toward the future. But I'm here to say that, you know, things happen on their own time. And time is a concept that many of us just don't get. We can't grasp it. We, we have a hard time grasping the concept of timing and, thing, and, the, and the fact that things happen when the time is right, when it's supposed to happen. You know, it doesn't help that we live in this society that is very, you know, instantaneous. Everything happens to ha- has to happen now. You know, everything in, everything has to operate now. We want everything now. We don't understand the meaning of waiting Um, And I think that's very detrimental to us because unfortunately waiting (laughs) is part of the game sometimes. And oftentimes, you know, what I realize is when I get an opportunity later than I expected, like if I wanted to have a job by January, but now we're in July and I'm getting the job, it's probably because the time was right. Maybe there was something that I needed to work on in these last six months. Maybe I needed to go through a couple more trials to prepare me for what is to come. Because I truly believe that when we get these opportunities, um, it's not just, okay, we got an opportunity. It's not just, okay, I got a new job. It's, I got a new job that I am going to excel at, that I'm going to kill, that I'm going to be a beast at, that I'm going to be amazing at. And sometimes if we don't allow that time to marinate and cultivate into, and you know, and to be, you know, step into who we need to be, we can get this job, but then it will only just be a job and we're not going to set, I guess, do what we set out to do. Like for me, I want to be a mogul. I want to be amazing. I want to be the top of the game. I want to I want people to be like, "Oh, Rita Pierre. She, you know, she works in this industry. Like she is like one of the leading ladies in this industry." Like that's what I want. You know, it's either go hard or go home. And for me now, I feel like I have the confidence to be able to step into a role that will allow me to, you know, be a beast and to be like a real leader. And so six months ago, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe six months ago, a year ago, I would have been offered an opportunity to be a beast. And maybe I would not be because I was lacking in certain areas or lacking in with some experience. But now I feel like I'm confident. And again, that's time. It's timing. And I think that we need to allow things to happen when they need to happen. And we can't be discouraged when things don't happen on our time because it's not about our time. It's a, it, no, it happens when it's supposed to happen. And whether it's God that you believe in or the universe, you got to trust that things will happen when they need to happen. And so, you know, growth, growing in faith, growing faith It's not easy. It's not easy at all. You know, this adulting thing in 2019 is hella difficult. I'm just like, had I known, I would have opted to be a Toys R Us kid for the rest of my life. (laughs) But You know, I, I think back at times when I was like, I can't wait to be an adult. I can't wait to, you know, be able to, I don't know, just be a grown up. And now I'm like, why can't I be a Toys R Us kid? Why can't I just go back to the life where I was not paying bills? I did not have any major responsibilities and life was great. 
Um, but unfortunately, adulting is hard. And I feel like faith has so much to, it's like so intertwined with us becoming real adults, mature adults. It's not easy, but I feel like if we stay the course and if we remain faithful, there's nothing that we will not be able to achieve. There is no wall that will not be broken down. There is no mountain that, you know, we cannot climb, like all those cliche things. But, you know, you guys get the drift. Um, I feel like when life throws us lemons, we'll be able to turn it into a lemon spritzer and press forward, you know? So I hope that somebody got something from this, um, I don't know, discussion, this this positive rant, my highlight of the week. Hopefully somebody was able to to get something from this that they can now take into, you know, the next week, the next coming days. You know, being positive, it's hard to stay positive. If I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, clearly I'm telling you that I was struggling the last couple of weeks, right? Instagram is a liar. A lot of you guys probably are like, yeah, right, whatever. But it's hard staying positive. Like, it's hard being positive. It's hard always having to step back and checking in with yourself, reevaluating decisions and circumstances. It's not easy, but that's where you have to like place your faith in something like you, you can't just operate on your own. You can't do it by your own will. And there are some people who are, who are out there who will say, yes, you can because of, I guess, whatever they believe in. But I think for the majority of us who do believe in higher beings, who do believe in you know, the fact that you, you know, we are a community and sometimes we have to rely on each other. We, we can't be afraid to step out and to seek help. And, and I'm speaking to myself because I am one of those people who, again, like to do things on my own, or I won't even say like, I feel like I need to do things on my own and I don't reach out enough. So I'm speaking to myself. We have to learn to, to rely on each other a little more. It's hard sometimes because people are flaky. Um, a lot of times people are just not who they say they are. And, you know, people, you know, we've been burned in the past, but I think that's where, you know, being prayerful, asking for direction, being faithful that, you know, things will work out and, and hopefully, you know, good people will be put in your path to assist you with your future endeavors. That's where all of that comes from. So... Before I break, I just wanted to thank you guys again for tuning into another episode of Frida's World. It really warms my heart when you guys tell me that, oh, I listened to your show and I really appreciated this advice that you gave. That really warms my heart. And so with that being said, I really hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I hope that you guys continue to support me. Um, please follow me on Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. And also, guys, guys, I know I say this maybe not every week, but here and there. This podcast, it really means a lot to me because I feel like it's one of it's one of the ways that I can give back, um, sharing, being transparent, letting you guys know that, listen, what you see on Instagram. Yes, I am trying to do the best that I can, but I am human. We all struggle. It's not as easy as you might think it is. So although, you know, the gram is portraying one thing, I like to be very, you know, open and transparent and be authentic with all of you guys. The struggle is real. And I feel like sometimes in this podcast, I'm able to really express myself in a way that, you know, hopefully is relatable to others. And so 
you know, follow, you know, follow us on the social media and also like subscribe and review. I am trying to, you know, move to the top of the charts on iTunes and whoever else, whatever other platform will accept me, but I can't do that without you guys. So this is see what I'm doing here. This is me reaching out, asking you guys for help. Um, so share the podcast with your friends. Um, leave a, leave a comment. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, maybe you might want to DM me instead, <laughs> but you know, rate it. Um, let's really try to push this podcast to the top of the charts of 2019. I really would like to end this year off in a bang. And I'm talking about the end of the year because I feel like Christmas is around the corner, but either way, thank you again for supporting. I look forward to your continued support. I look forward to seeing your ratings, your reviews, your subscriptions. I look forward to seeing shares upon shares. I'm calling it into existence on social media. And with that being said, it's a wrap for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. It's Frida's world. What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you with future that's classic it's frida's world